Hi everyone, my name is Clay Tatum, and Hi. today I'm here with Rod. Hi. Who, if you don't know, Rod's the new star of the new hit um, true crime podcast called What Rod Does in Five Hours. And we're also here with Whitmer Thomas. Who There's just... 8,000 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sick. <laughs> and we're here with Whitmer Thomas, who is, he weighs 300 pounds. Uh, yeah. Yeah. On a good day. And my name is Clayton, and I weigh 101 pounds. Like the freeway. Didn't your mom throw you a party when you broke the When I hit 100 pounds? Yeah. yeah. Is that true? What was that? You hear Rod? He's like, is that true? Like, I would never be under 100. Ever. No, Rod's a dick. <laughs> That's not what I was saying. Rod, I was you're just, known for being weird. It's a no, weird thing he to thought. Throw- you thought I came out as what a hundred and one pounds? No, it's a weird thing to throw a party about. I just never, I never, I all my friends were hitting over a buck, mm-hmm. and I was, I was staying under a buck because I was watching my weight at the time. Yeah, this is you were on your calorie counting thing. Yeah, and I and I'm watching my weight now, and I go, what am I looking at? Fucking three hundred pounds. Yeah, but really, it's about <laughs> one ninety five. Yeah, one ninety five. I weighed myself today. I'm one ninety five rod. Damn. See, I gained a ton of weight. In New York City, you walk past the best food you could ever dream of every oh, 10 minutes. Pizza. <laughs> Fucking pizza? <laughs> you heard this pizza stuff? And then Did we talk about pizza? this on the podcast already? I don't know. We maybe talked about it on the Patreon, but that doesn't count. How I got 400 slices of buffalo wing pizza in yeah. New York? Huh. Yes. Huh. huh. New York style. Oh my god! That was New York good. slice. Oh my god! My I saw. I had to kill a lot of time in New York. I saw old. Yeah. And I saw Green Knight. Uh-huh. I ate a lot of popcorn by myself. Yeah. My teeth were filled with popcorn. Yeah. And you know what? It's not worth it. You got your floss stick out. I don't like movie popcorn. Am I the only one? I love it. I can't have it. Well, Clay has a gut issue. But do you like the taste of it? Of course, man. Can you have popcorn at your privacy of your own home? No, it has nothing to do with the location that I'm at. (laughs) It has everything to do with it it just coming right out. Yeah. It has everything to do with confusing my stomach, making me think I have to shit, and making me grumble. And I hurt. Ow! Yeah. I love movie popcorn. It's good. It's great. Good as that. Salty, buttery. I like that stuff. Well, I prefer popcorn at home, in the privacy of my own home. I don't like it at the theater. I should always just get Reese's Pieces, but I, for some reason, want hot Reese's food. Reese's Pieces. Sorry, Reese's Pieces. Yeah, say it right. Say it right, dude. You're embarrassing me in front of my friend. No, I do always want popcorn. Even though I know it's like kind of a bad idea, because they give you so much. Yeah. Yeah. They truly give you a massive amount, basically no matter what size you get. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out, like... As I get older, I don't need all the... So my thing growing up has always been like, I want to taste everything I can. So like, I get a cheeseburger and chicken nuggets or ch- and buffalo wings or whatever. Yeah. And I've sort of weaned myself off that. Well, this is why you weigh 300 pounds. I honestly, mm-hmm. I never knew that you could do that until Wit, until I saw Wit do it. I never yeah. thought about it. I would just get one meal. No. And then now I do get, I get everything I want. You get everything you want to taste. Yeah. And, but then I realized, like, with buffalo wings, I just want the buffalo wings, to be honest. It's my yeah. favorite food. Mm-hmm. Even though the fucking 
people who follow us on Twitter made me, they made me think about quitting this podcast harder than I've ever thought. What happened? Go on. I said, I'm wings. Clay is a burger and Rod's a hot dog. Yeah. And then some people were responding about why Clay is actually wings or Rod's actually wings and how I'm a burger or whatever because I'm reliable. Clay's spontaneous, so he's wings and Rod's a what? And Rod's a hot dog because he's scary or whatever. (laughs) And I was like, I'm the fucking boring, reliable. Can I tell you exactly what it is? What? You were you nailed it 100. percent You know why? Why? Um. Uh. Your wings, because you're petite, even though you weigh 300 pounds. Right. You're petite, and I'm, you yeah. go you go out the most, so you're the most you're most likely to party, right? Okay. I'm burger because I'm big, round, and you're thinking physically here. Well, no, no, yeah. And then Rod <laughs> is hot dog because it's the most phallic and sexual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think really I'm the most likely to party? Who, who do you think is beating you out on that? Yeah, I don't think that me... Maybe when you say party, you're mean, like socialize. You're most likely to socialize for no, sure. No, no, don't even, not even bring socialize into it, just party. You have partied harder than I have in my life. I mean, I've gotten drunk. Oh, you mean you. like drunk? Well, I've definitely... I, I rarely leave my house, but when I do... But even though, no, I don't even party anymore. I'm trying to think about when wit has been like very drunk and it's there's very few times that i can think of when almost none but maybe like one or two where but it's I, like we're at your house that, or whatever. no no it's at power months is where you have like one too many yeah 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 yeah. and you're like a little more hyper than they give you a they like, give you a nice vodka crayon yeah but, and oh, they, but it's like hard to like me it's hard to notice yeah and i didn't start drinking until relatively late but sometimes i don't really go crazy. about 28 i don't really go crazy mm-hmm. either but when i do go crazy i have my friends pissing on my feet <laughs> yeah he dares us he says hey i dare you to piss on my feet no, no, you're like I, what no, are you talking about what's the no, no. story there i w- i went we for my birthday we went to the commerce casino <laughs> with jeremy and i was losing every and hand this will follow up great with the jeremy story from the patreon okay. for the artists out there go listen to the patreon more of the reason to get the to get the patreon. and i said jeremy i was like losing every hand and I, I went to my next hand. I go, Jeremy, the odds are in my favor here. I guarantee, I bet you money that I will be. I will win this hand of blackjack. And if I'm wrong, and I'm just pissed drunk at this point, and I go, if I'm wrong, you get pissed on my feet, which is like a funny thing to do. And, and this is your birthday. This is my birthday. And I lost. And then we went to the parking lot, and he pissed on my feet. <laughs> and I got a video of it somewhere. Yeah. What was it? Your twenty third birthday. I think it was my 19th oh sorry yeah and you bought me the alcohol right yeah yeah and it was we got you in a, a fake idea so you can get into the commerce casino yes yeah the worst fucking casino see i've never there. done anything like that in my life yeah i've i've done that i've done stuff like that four or five times maybe. as soon as my max my brain feels like drunk i'm immediately thinking of a migraine or a you're just like ready yeah, sometimes of, when I get it, when I have like enough drinks, I'm like, okay, now it's time to just drink a gallon of water. Yeah. I sort of relate to that because I get I get like really nauseous if I get if I drink too much, I get really nauseous. Yeah, I don't get too nauseous. Here's the thing: is I think of myself as like an a person who is not comfortable, and I have like social anxiety. 
But then when I explain that to people, they're like, really? You? You always feel like you're like hamming it up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I am. But I think that's part of my social anxiety. Yeah, so I, think, it, I think you ham it up. I come When I go to a party or when I have a party, I, I'm like desperate to make sure everybody feels comfortable. So I'm like going all out. Like, yeah. okay, got to make sure everybody You're feels great. Go, whoa, whoa, I'm going, yeah, and I'm seeing the Flintstones theme, all that stuff. To make sure everybody feels good. Yes. Yeah, so Flintstones meet the Flintstones. And I don't know, like, what style of anxiety that is. But my therapist would say, because I grew up feeling like an obligation, so I need to make sure that I'm. everyone knows I'm chill and fun. Yeah, but, me and Clay would just never throw a party. Right. Well, it's fun. To, the, the reason it's fun to have a party is because you don't have to go anywhere. Uh, sometimes, my type of party is... I want to rent a U-Haul, and everyone gets the the U-Haul to watch Barry Lyndon, and then we go all on the way to the racetrack where we bet on horses. Yeah. And then at at and this is a party you actually did. And at the end of the day, I go, "That's absolutely fucking not worth it." (laughs) What? What am I? It's a prank. You want to. You want your party to be a prank on your friends. It's a prank on your friends and also yourself. And then remember that I had to drive. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to watch Barry Lyndon on the back of a truck. I'd pr- rather just drive. Yeah. And we d- we actually did this party. And then we went to the horse track, and it is uh, harder to know how to bet on that than you think it is. It's yeah, like complicated. A, yeah. Did anybody win? No one won anything of no, really. And then we went to Taco Bell, and it rained. Oh, and it was the Taco Bell that was outside. It's the only Taco Bell I've ever been to in my lifetime that but was only outside. That's like how they used to all be. It's like a Taco Bell Express. They used to all be like that. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't outside. It was <clears throat> indoors, but there was like no seating. Remember? Oh, you could walk inside in order, but there was nowhere to sit. Oh, it used to be just like a little stand kind of thing, and they'd have like seating outside. Oh, my God, dude. The other night, I went and saw Alex G and Jason. In um, at Pappy and Harriet's, Harriet's and Joshua Tree. Yeah, Molina from JSOM is producing my new record. I got lucky, got to be on the list. Invited CJ. No offense to y'all. Just figured it was a last minute thing. Yeah. Thought y'all he was the only one who might be down to go. And that minute. that is true. No, you're right. Um, and so we went up to Joshua Tree, or like Pioneer Town, a little bit outside of Joshua Tree. Right. Waited in line for an hour. Yeah. This is some sold out shit. It's all outside. We're you know whatever. Wait in line for an hour, and then I realize, hold up, I'm on the I'm on the VIP list. Maybe I don't have to wait in line. So I walk up, and I'm with some other people who are on the VIP list. Five other people, and I'm like, guys, let's go up and ask. If we're good. So they're like, you go up. We'll hold the place in line in case you're not good to just walk in. So I go up, and I'm like, hey, I'm on the VIP list, and they go, oh, cool. You don't have to wait in line. Like, oh, shit, we've been waiting for an hour for no reason. Um, I, would, I, would, I would, you know what I, you know what I would call that? Huh? A fail. A massive fail. It is an epic, epic fail. fail. Epic fail. So I wave everybody in. So now our place in line is lost. And I'm like, we're good to go, guys. And they're like, cool, let me just get your names. And then they realize they don't have the list. They lost the list. And the woman goes, actually, I lost the VIP list. I'm sorry. I go, well, what are we supposed to do? And she's like, you got to go back, wait in line. That's my bad. 
We had to buy tickets now? And I'm like, well, we don't have tickets, though, and this is sold out. Like, this is our way of getting in. She goes, I know. That's my bad. You got to go back and like I fucked like, up. But how do you how do you expect this to work out, though? Because so we're, we're just going to come back here. Listen, I said I fucked up. And she, that's exactly <laughs> what she was doing. She's like, I know. I go made back. a mistake. I lost the list. Go wait in line. Go back. But I, well, what's the point of us waiting in line? Because we're not going to be able to get in because we're only on the VIP list. And she goes, yeah, I blew it. But if you don't mind getting back in line. (laughs) And CJ, who has no interest in indie rock, indie music, he only likes Bruno, Mars, and Drake. This is the only genres of music. He He turns on the radio, and that's his favorite song. That's his playlist. (laughs) He made a playlist, and it's the radio. Uh, <laughs> he's like what the fuck is this life that you live and the only reason he's coming is because jason molina is her name she's filipino and he's filipino and he wants to support a filipino <laughs> artist and i respect that <laughs> which i'm totally down for but he's like what is this life that you live rod, do, rod does that with white people right <laughs> Or he does that with white people and criminals. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here to let you know about our latest episode of Office Hours Live. Office Hours is great fun. With the great John Early and Theta Hamill. Very handsome. Thank they're you. Here, they're, thank you. They're here to talk about their new movie, Stress Positions. And we just had a, a wonderful time. There was a lot of laughter and joy. Don't believe me? Well, listen for yourself on the podcast app of your choice. You're not going to want to miss a second. That's at Office Hours Live at the podcast app of your choice. Bum, 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 bum. I love Vic and Doug, and I love drinking my wine. So then what happens is the booker or the promoter comes up uh-huh. to the woman who pioneer town. Can it's I like, stop you right here? What's up? Remember all the shows that we used to do? Where we would get to the venue, we had to like drive. This is in high school. We had to drive somewhere, and the booker is just nowhere to be found. Oh yeah, a lot of times they just like wouldn't show up because the ticket sales weren't very good. So they're like, yeah, I don't even need to go to this. This is a piece of shit show. Well, that happens so much to us. Or we get to the venue and like the venue didn't exist. It was like someone's house that's been condemned. Yeah. Or like you, you, we go to the email, get the booker's number, and it's like their parents. Oh my god. Anyway, go off. Sorry, don't let me Clay, you eventually became that. Yeah. You were a booker? Clay eventually became like a show promoter booker guy. For like two or three In high shows. school. There's a hardcore band that came around that night. There was two shows, right? There's two shows. A Pale Horse show. And, and Idea then... of Beauty? Did you do that one? I don't know if I did. Idea Pale Horse sounds familiar. No, Pale Horse shouldn't, shouldn't sound familiar. They're like a... like. There's a hardcore band. Dreams You Die In? Did you do that? Maybe that did that one. I feel like you did that one. Anyway, so we finally get in after the promoter comes and like yells at her and then shows them her some Google Doc or whatever. And then Oh, Pearl Horse is an indie band now, but back in the day it was a hardcore band. Right. Go, go off, sorry. So, not the same band, by the way. Pearl Horse <laughs> now is a great band by this person named Ellen, who is incredible. She has a side project called Bachelor. Well, the old Pale Horse was like a Bridge Nine band. Yeah, like a hardcore band. Christian adjacent? No. no I, well, I think every Bridge band Nine. was 
every every band that would play a show in like a small town was Christian, but Bridge because Nine that's the only like way you could play shows. True, it was a like Boston hardcore type of feel. Oh right, okay. Like Merrick, it was a tough guy. Like uh, looking forward. Oh, I'll play. Is that Bridge Nine? Uh, Bridge Nine was kids champion. like us. And Clay would go. He'd do his. This is where Clay would do a spin. Good kicks. clean fun. No, that's not. Um, I'll tell you. Come off. Um, Clay had a natural faux hawk. Was very, very jealous of that. Would Clay do spin kicks? No. Well, not maybe. Really. Did he you just have two- a spin kick? Friend? I was a two stepper. Clay would two step. That's about it. Yeah. And then he mostly stand on the side and be supportive. Could Jeremy but do a good spin hair- kick? No, Jeremy wasn't. Oh, too our friend into Matt it. did. Our kick. friend Matt really athletic. Remember the band Death Before Dishonor? Oh yeah, that's French Nine. All of these bands are probably like white supremacists now. You know, <laughs> I think French Nine was pretty good. I mean, I don't. They're all probably like proud boys now. You're probably right. Yes. But Clay had because he has perfect hair, which we talked about on Patreon. He has an ideal hair. Perfect style. hair, perfect eyebrows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, his hair naturally went into a faux hawk, and you know everybody wanted that. That's mm. what everybody cut. He didn't even have to. He didn't have to cut his hair. It just kind of grew straight up. Oh yeah, it was awesome. He probably has to fight that now, though. Yeah, now as a grown man, yeah, for sure. Um, now as a grown man, the amount of dandruff I have. Oh yeah, I got to do that shampoo as well. Who's this? I don't know. Okay. Who, Who was that? That's pale horse. Gotcha. Anywho, gang. So, anyway, we get into the show. CJ Watch. We're having a great time. It's a dynamite show. Alex G. It's great. JSOM. Beautiful show. All all over the place. I'm exhausted because I just flown in from New York and I had this extreme FOMO of like. I didn't think I was going to be able to go to the show, but then I had to cancel going to Alabama because every person who's alive in Alabama has COVID pretty much. And then, um, so I did fly to LA early and then I realized I could go to the show. So I flew into LA then I went straight from the airport to my house, got my car, picked up CJ and then drove to three hours to see this show in traffic. If the show was next door to me and I knew I was getting home that day, my mind would be like, I'm not going. I'm busy flying that day. <laughs> right. I mean, Clay also will. He won't do anything if he has any plan. In yeah, the you day could ask. At all. Clay Within has to work at day. 4 p.m. and you're like, it's 11, and you go, Clay, do you want to get some coffee? You go, oh, I gotta work. I gotta work today. <laughs> I gotta work in eight hours. Yeah, I can't. I can't go get a coffee. I'm really gonna clear my day out <laughs> for one event. So, but I'm exhausted, and we drive home. I have no memory of driving home because of how tired I was. All I remember is that I stopped at Taco Bell to get tacos because I thought that would help me stay awake. And it wasn't that late. It was like 10.45. And then CJ, this is how tired I was. CJ was like, dude, here's my street. And I'm like, where? I couldn't see his <laughs> street. A street he used to live on. Yeah, which I used to live on this street. CJ moved to a different house Hollywood on the and same Highland. street. Yeah, Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood Island, right by the Walk of Fame. Yes. I'm yeah, like, CJ where? loves the Walk of you Fame. You couldn't even tell me where this street is. He goes, the Crommons right there. <laughs> then I get home, I fall asleep, I wake up the next day, and I'm like, that was dangerous. Why did I do that? 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, you're the number one Alex G fan I know. You can't stop it. I and go, the reason turn down the Alex G for two seconds. I love seconds. Alex G, but the reason I got into Alex G is because everyone just told me I need to listen to Alex G. I gotta get his. How do you get that kind of fandom? Where everyone's like, you need to listen to Alex G. Everybody start telling all your friends you need to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Or Alex G. Or Alex G. Either one is fine. I like Alex G. Oh, oh, who old Sandy? I know Sandy. It's Alex G. Sandy? Well, you know, it that? used to be Sandy Alex G. And the, I found out about S- Sandy Alex G years ago because they were in a frog videos. Okay. They used the music. And now Alex G is it? You it was supposed to just be Alex G, but then there was another Alex G, and then blah blah blah, blah copyright bullshit. Right. Now it's back to just being Alex G. But it's like Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, it's true. Did you see Tom DeLonge is on Mark Hoppus's podcast? Gotta listen. Haven't listened yet. What? Yeah, he has a podcast. Yeah. What do you think of Joe Rogan? Do you no. ever watch his Twitch stream? Oh yeah! Wait, I watched the highlights. Tom DeLonge has it. No, Mark Hoppus. Mark Hoppus. He plays bass and plays games and stuff, right? Yeah, sometimes he does crossword puzzle. There's a great dude. It's one of the best YouTube videos, Clay, that you would love. Okay. Of him watching his making the record. I don't know what it's called. Mm-hmm. Of the self-titled Blink One Eighty Two record. Mm-hmm. Him watching it live on Twitch and pausing it to tell talk about what Wait, was actually new, going on. Is that the new one? Which one's self-titled? Self-titled is from like 2003. What? It's with so I Miss You and stuff like that. That one's self-titled? Was that the face? Or untitled. Self-titled or untitled. Or something. Or I, I, I just didn't know he had a... He, that's, he had Don't a they have a couple of self-titled or untitled ones? No. You just have the one. Wait, wait. Is that after Take Your Pants Off? It's the second. It's the one right after it's that. It's the face. Right? The, the smiley face. Yeah. Yeah, it's him watching it. Like it's from like six months ago. He's watching it and he just keeps pausing it and like telling what's actually going on. Does he give you scoops? He gives you the scoop. Yeah. What I didn't realize is that he wrote the "Don't waste your time on me." I'm just the voice inside your. You're just the voice inside my head, or whatever. That's him. And so in the writing process of that, in the video, you see him singing that, and it's like holy shit. And he gave that to Tom DeLonge, and that's the thing that everybody quotes. That's a friend. Well, yeah, that's a friend. Yeah, he knows what's he knows what would be good. Yeah. Basically, every funny thing that Clay do, does or says, I'm always saying it really quietly first, and then Clay says it. There's just so, so much, you'll know. There's paper flying around. Yeah. <laughs> when Clay says any who gang, it's because I said it really quietly, yes, and yes. he's reminded to say it. Exactly. He bad just yeah yeah. Which is always kind of mouthing things to Clay to say. Mm-hmm. That's how Clay says good. anything. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> yep. It, getting that information really quick and then turning it into a goof. Yeah. So what movie did you see? Well, in New York, I saw Old and I saw Green Knight. Uh-huh. Which one do you want to talk about more? Old. Okay. Go see Green Knight. David Lowry. We, we like this guy. David Lowry Green. Yeah. Is that his name? What? David Lowry Green. What's that? David Lowry Green. No. David Lowry David Green? Gordon Green. Oh, sorry. Um, David Lowry, he made, he's made a bunch of great movies. Green Knight is a big-budget A24 movie. Okay. It's a tone poem. Don't expect what, an what action you, what, did you call, what did you call me? A tone poem. When does it take place? <laughs> like old, <laughs> like the 90s. It takes it. place in the olden days, Clay. Back in Clay the don't 90s. watch no movies before the 70s or the 60s. 
Yeah. I have no interest. Zero. But he's like, well, but had Clay's a birthday always... where he watched Bar- Barry Lyndon. You know, That's as a joke, I guess. As a goof, because we're horse betting, and that was a horse movie I haven't seen. Oh, yeah. Is it a horse movie? I've never seen it. And you love candles. Movie. I love candles, yeah. You love new technology, new cameras. I do like Do them. you think that when the lighting guy was like, when Stephen, or... Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick was like, we're going to do this all by candlelight. The lighting guy was like, <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah. Yes. And then he got on the set and he saw all the candles. He's like, you goofing me? You goofing me right now? That's unbelievable that anybody would have that many candles. Exactly. How many candles are in the movie? Four. <laughs> <laughs> four candles. Yeah. One movie, four candles. Yeah. That's the original Two Girls, One Cup. Uh-huh. One movie, four candles. <laughs> so I saw Old in the... In New York, I was killing some time before dinner. Saw it by myself. Do you not have a bunch rain. of friends to hang out with? Turns out, I don't have a lot of friends. In New you York. didn't do any podcasts. No, Mitra had seven thousand friends to see every single day. Yeah, I had two. And she said, "Why don't you stay back?" I had Joe Para and a guy I've never met. <laughs> How was the guy you never met? Was he? Cool? He was cool. He was really cool. <laughs> I I and I DM'd him as a stranger and asked him to get lunch with me or dinner. And he did. I'm curious who this is. It's Nathan Silver. Oh, you met with him? Yeah, I got dinner with him. That's he was good. great. Great, great dinner. Um, Just talked about movies, life. Talk about old? Old. No, I didn't talk about old. I saw old by myself in the rain. Because yeah. I was killing some time. I couldn't hang out outside anymore because it was pouring rain. And, um... And the, the, the story of old is some people go on vacation. Right. And then they start I like that. really quick. And there's like some babies who are like five years old or something. And then they age Those like within an hour or two, they age to be like 17. And then they're like, I'm horny as fuck. Let's fuck. On the beach? Yeah. What? Say fuck. And then yeah. she how, gets pregnant. How far into the movie If you went from five to 17, you'd be so horny. Yeah. You would be so damn horny. They fuck, dude. And then she gets pregnant. And then she has like a full-blown pregnant pregnancy. Yeah. Within like 10 minutes. She has a baby. Baby dies. Because something about a baby needing like human touch. But because everything is sped up so quick, they didn't touch the baby for like 15 seconds and the baby dies. I don't know. Okay. Then the, the girl tries to climb up a rock. But it, to try to get out of there, but once you climb up too high something happens in your brain and you like freak out and so she falls off the rock and she dies okay that's sad and one girl's got like osteoporosis or something osteosclerosis uh-huh. porosis yeah. she yeah. get she get weak bones her bones are messed up and so her her bones break all over the place mm-hmm. which normally would be like my nightmare of a thing to watch because i've had so many broken bones but this is the CGI is so bad that it's it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like another person has like a tumor, and the tumor grows really quickly inside of her stomach. They take it out. Another person has dementia. You paid to watch this? I and they <laughs> operate her on her on the beach. They take out the tumor. Yeah. yeah. But all they're old. Can but, I stop you right here? What's up? Would you see a movie now? And there's a doctor? Huh? When you see a movie now? What do you mean? In the theater? There's a second COVID scare. We're not scared of movies. I'm oh, sort Delta. Of of movies. Yeah. 
Nah, yeah, I'd see one. I don't care. Okay. I, I want to see a net. The way, yeah, I'm going to see a net. Maybe tomorrow. The way I think about what the hell's a net? The way I think about movies now is like, or just life is like, you're just gonna get it. I told I told Alex how to see a net with him. I don't know when, and I keep on putting it off because I'm scared. Hmm. Yeah. I just feel like you're just gonna get it. Yeah, no. And it's just like it's unstoppable. But am I gonna get it in the Glendale Lamley at two thirty in the afternoon for a fucking Leo's Cracks? Movie? I'm gonna be honest. I think that's probably a safer place. I think seeing a big movie, a two thirty for a Leo's Cracks movie, you're fine. I, I still don't haven't know. been to a movie theater where there's more than ten people inside of it. Right. Yeah, the most uh, the most I think was when I went to see uh, Cruella, but that was it. Yeah, and there's like maybe like half full. Yikes! When are you seeing it? Annette, I was thinking of seeing it tomorrow. If you want to go tomorrow night. Tomorrow night? We're out in the afternoon. Well, maybe. Maybe early afternoon. I mean, I'm free whenever. I don't care. I told Alex I would see it with him, so I'm trying to... Well, y'all and you're talking about Alex G. Evening. Yes, I'm talking about Alex G. Sandy, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, these guys, Clay, these old guys, yeah. they're getting old quick. Yeah. But their bodies are not getting old. Here's the, can I say one thing? Just, their, fa- just their heads? The way yeah. you're telling the story... Is they're growing up so fast, but these old people are staying the same age. Exactly. What the fuck's going on? And this is the problem with the movie. You want to see these people get old makeup with the white hair. And when does that happen? Never. Do they come? Do they enter the movie as babies? Who? The the main people that. No, they enter as like forty. And do they stay forty for the majority of the they fucking movie? They maybe go to like forty-seven. What's going on? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I, you age when you're young. For the ages from like five to fifteen, yeah, you you're very different. I don't and know. So that's what they try to explain is like your cells are like regenerating slower. So you, but your skin is not aging as rapidly as like you, the inside. Like if you were like thirty, and you went to. Th- 37 right right but if you were like seven and you went to 14 that's very different yeah but what they say is like so the thing is like okay by tomorrow we'll be 50 years old but the thing is like when the two main characters turn 50 they are physically acting like they're 98 right and that doesn't make no sense they're like one person can't hear the other person can't really see right and they're just like confused and old. You ever seen a fifty-year-old? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, they're just like Zach. Oh. You mean Johnny Knoxville? <laughs> yeah, they, oh, I can't. There you go. Johnny Knoxville's running around going, "Oh, help me!" Yes. So that don't make no sense. And then they just die of old age at fifty. Okay. And then the two young people who are now like forty. Yeah. They started out as five. They're like, we need to swim out of here. So they swim out, and then they they realize that the coral is, like, helpful. They swim through it, and then they get out, and then they realize that this island... This is a spoiler. Go for it. I already know how it ends. This island is a place to test medicine. Oh, this That's is, the twist. Is this, like, an anti-vax movie? What's that? Anti-vax movie? Explain like, what you're talking about. Anti- Clay, Clay anti- does this thing now where he connects every movie to COVID. 
So here's the thing. <laughs> the, the biggest thing with anti-vaxxers is not trusting Big Pharma. Because right. Big Pharma is not to be trusted. And this movie seems like they're trying to get the idea across that Big Pharma is not to be trusted. Because they experiment on people and they do crazy, weird, experimental drugs on people. And just so the people are the guinea pigs. Just like a new vaccine that Big Pharma came out to push on you, which everyone's saying is experimental. So I'm thinking this movie is anti-vax because it was written in the age of COVID. And I think it's irresponsible. Was it written in the age of COVID? Yes. Was this not supposed to come out during COVID last year? I didn't see a trailer until like December or like... I don't got a goddamn clue. But I agree with Clay because he's my oldest friend. Exactly. And Rod disagrees with me because he's a contrarian. Yeah. Just like the people who are anti-vaccine. I'm vaccinated. But you're also... And I'm pro... If you're not vaccinated out there and you're listening to the podcast, I'm going to come whoop your ass. Yes! I'm going to bonk you on the head. He gonna block you on the head. If you're out there, you're not vaccinated. Tweet at me. I'm gonna whoop your ass. He's gonna do the clap on your head. He gonna clap your head. Yeah. Just do it. So, how does this movie end? Well, it ends. It turns out that you don't really learn about the island. That just exists. Uh-huh. Here's an island where people age quick. Some medicine company, Big Pharma, found out. Yeah. So they what they do is they they give the medicine to the hotel guests in the drink. Yeah. So if you have seizures, they give you epilepsy medicine in your drink. Right. And then they go, well, let me drive you to the beach. And they drive you to the beach. And then they get to see how well that medicine works. Because you age so quickly. Yes. Okay. And sometimes it works great. And there's a character named Midsize Sedan. And there's a famous rapper named Midsize Sedan. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. In this movie, there's a famous rapper named Midsize Sedan who has some disease. What? I don't know what it is. Though. I can't remember. <laughs> Glenn, there's... What are you talking about? That's <laughs> I respect. About? I like that. That's the part of the movie I enjoyed. How much robot chicken have you watched lately? <laughs> there's a famous rapper in the world of the movie called Midsize named Midsize Sedan. Okay. Do you have a problem with that? Sort of. Yeah. Clay's face is ready, standing up, pacing back and forth. <laughs> Gotta get to the bottom of this mid-sized sedan. Anyway, they get out of this thing, they tell everybody the cops come and they arrest Big Pharma? They just arrest a guy who works at the hotel. Well, they arrest, like, a bunch of scientists. There's just a bunch of guys and in the lab the helicopter coats? comes. That's it. That's the end of the movie. So, the people went over Big Pharma? I guess. Is this connected to the happening at all? I don't know. I never saw that. Did you see that? I did see. You guys are not convinced this is an anti-vaccine parable? Well, no, because the medicine works. That's They celebrate because the epilepsy medicine they give somebody works. Well, then they go to jail. Well, I like the, I like the sound of that. Did no. they go to jail? Going to jail? I think no, it's... I like that the medicine works. You know, they're like, this woman didn't have a seizure for the, for like two full days. Of her life, if this, so that's if, like if the end of the story everything works and it's it was what they did was for the betterment of humankind and they still went to jail. I'm for it. that's what happened because they they found the cure for epilepsy because she takes this medicine and they go to jail for that. Well, they kill all these other people who it didn't work. The medicine did not work. Hey, wait, it I killed? Know, I don't know where I stand on this movie. The medicine kills people? 
No, it doesn't kill people, but the aging rapidly does. Oh, okay. So one person took a di- took medicine for his dementia disease. I don't know exactly what it is. So another person had a tumor. Another person had a, a, a calcium deficiency. There's all, you know. So it's a bunch of different medicines. Every, yeah, so they, they promote this vacation getaway to people who have uh, an illness, pre-existing condition. This is a good place to go if you have a pre-existing condition to... This, the pitch of this movie, if you were not in Night Shyamalan and you had to pitch this fucking movie, yeah. it's impossible to explain. Yeah. You know, I I like him. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I think, he, I don't, I don't not like him. I think yeah. he just gotta continue to make B-movies. No, I, I appreciate it. And I do think, like, in 20 years, people are gonna be like, let's have a... M Night retrospective, and yeah. it's going to be like sold out. Like, What's your favorite fun. twist? I see dead. I people. like signs. No, I like signs. What I mean, was, I wait, will, wait, wait. What was the twist? In I signs? will say, I see dead people. Like shook me. I couldn't fucking believe it. And it's crazy to think that that and Fight Club came out at the same year. But I will. When I saw signs, I've never seen. I've seen dead people. Oh, really? Yeah, because I heard about the twist before the movie, and I had it in my head that it wasn't worth seeing. Because I saw Village before really knowing that M. Night Shyamalan's going to do a twist in every all of his movies. And then, and M. Night, if you don't know Village, here's a spoiler, gang. You're thinking you're watching an old-time movie, which I sighed. And From, I like, the 1400s. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I had to sit through a 1400s fucking movie? This sucks. And then someone leaves, and they see it in a fucking airplane or something. No, they, they just see like a they, fucking. And then they see a car. They see a coma or yeah. something. And then a Tacoma I, comes and picks them I up. I was so relieved that we're not in the 1400s <laughs> anymore. That I was like, this is a fucking blast, dude. There's what? two twists. The monster is just a guy in a suit. Yeah. And then they're also living in like 2002. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that with my dad, and I was pretty. I was pretty stoked. I was like, whoa. But Signs is cool because the whole time the, the little girl is sipping like water and she never finishes a cup of water. Which I can Which you relate to. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out at the end, the twist when there's aliens is, and the dead wife keeps saying like, swing away. And yeah. it's a flashback. The twist is like, swing at the water. Swing at the water? cups of water that what are all over thinking? the house. What was she because water kills aliens. I love it though. It's like yeah. so stupid. The microbes kill the aliens or whatever. Isn't the same shit that kills the aliens in World of the World? Yeah, I was yeah. Like thinking the exact same thing. But Signs was like a few years before that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Rog, Rog's <laughs> oh, right. The the radio show. Rogers. <laughs> Rogers made me feel like Rogers humiliated you. And now I feel embarrassed. And so, just so you all know. Rod right now is standing up. He's pointing at me. He's spitting on me. Yes. And I feel embarrassed, and this is what I'm having to deal with yes. with Rod. I'm sorry for spitting on you, Ed. But is that funny. always what the thing was with War of the Worlds? Is yeah. that water kills him? My man's on Orson Welles. I think like just like now. just like some sort of like microbes kill them or something that are no, in the water. No, I, I think it. I think the actual radio play was incomplete. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. Why did I say that? I don't know. I think there's like a. I think. I think that there's that, and then there's actually more War of the Worlds than just the Steven Spielberg movie. I'll believe that when I see it. I like okay. how it, I love speaking up on something I have really no idea about. Yeah, that should be its own podcast. 
we talk as if we're informed about something we don't know anything I about. I really don't know. <laughs> I barely listen to that fucking radio play. I don't really know. I've never listened to the radio play in my life. I will never. I don't think I ever am going to Are you not interested in it? Play. People, that's a... My man's boofing everyone. Now, Did you see Mank? Is a podcast Dude, radio I play? I can't fucking... Radio play is actually a cartoon. Mank term. is something that Clay... But, I couldn't I would finish. Would I could not finish Mank. Why? It just wouldn't. The movie fucking wouldn't stop. Who I'm directed like, that? David Fincher. And Clay is a Fincher guy. I'm a Fincher guy. Huh. I loved Mank, but I've heard this same shit from a lot of people. At what point did you love it? Tell me the point where you loved it. Just throughout the whole thing. Because throughout the whole thing, I was like, stop, stop this movie. I don't care. Get me off. Huh? Yeah. No. Through the whole thing, I was just like in it I, maybe when he started and it showed him going to the fancy dinner that's where i like really started to love it that's where it turned it off all right i'll check out mick i've yeah, never went to like the hearst castle or something yeah that that group the big yeah. group at the dinner at the long table I just fucking and i didn't and they go on the big long walk and i hated the way it looked like you know what's weird that movie's black and white, and Francis Ha is black and white. Francis Ha, I think it looks great. And that's on, shot on a little... 5D? D, like a 5D. Yeah. Shot on a little DSLR. And then yeah. the real movie is shot on like a big fucking Alexa or something. Looks like, like an Amazon Alexa? Looks like an, it was shot on an Amazon Alexa, and it looks <laughs> like fucking trash. I don't like the way it looked. I thought it looked okay for trying to recreate that style but it doesn't look the same shoot it on film you can afford it you're david fincher no but he doesn't want to do film because it's easy it's easier to do those digital effects on digital and he's all about that like what yeah that's true i have no complaints there and you're just gonna put it on netflix shoot on whatever you want i just didn't think it looked that does netflix still have those rules about like lighting and Oh, frame rate and shit? No, no, they have camera spec rolls because they want to have all 4K. Um, That's why everything looks like shit on Netflix. Anything like Netflix made yeah, often looks, like, looks bad. Because you're shooting it with like an Ultra HD, UHD, fucking 4K thing. Which yeah. Like, you don't really need But you think those. if you're like working with David Fincher, you're just like, do whatever the fuck you want. Right? Yeah, I imagine. But no, did. that's what he wants. He wants that. He loves that shit because it gives him more op- options with like digital. I think his posts. movies normally look very good, but for that one, it for something about it, I didn't like. I just love Gary Oldman and I liked his performance and I like that story, even though I don't really remember it. It's just like that guy is a socialist and he's having to write Citizen Kane and yeah, and Orson Welles keeps showing up, sort of. And who wait? Who plays Orson Welles? I don't, I don't know. know. It doesn't really show you. You don't see He's Orson kind of Welles? always silhouetted, really, but yeah. no, the guy who did it is really good. I can't remember his name, though. That's weird. What a weird choice. That's what makes Hollywood, though, is weird choices. Exactly. <laughs> I remember seeing White Lotus, though. Mm-hmm. And going, is that Steve Zahn? Yeah, he's in that, right? I oh, yeah. love him. Where have you been, dude? Yeah, what? Ha- what? Every- he's Where everybody's favorite actor, and but he's never in any like prestige shit. Remember Saving Silverman? I'm here for Jack Black, but I left going. Oh, I'm a Steve Zahn I'm guy. A Steve Zahn <laughs> is. He's very good. Saving Silverman, completely underrated. Absolutely. I feel like everyone agrees, but if you're listening and you've never seen Saving Silverman, it is like the last great 
big like, budget big comedy budget, movie, like broad comedy that your you and your parents can like. Yeah, and it would come on Comedy Central all the time, and I'd watch it all the time. I don't think I even knew about it when it was out in theaters, and then it just came on Comedy Central. And they do Neil Diamond, big. They're Neil in a Diamond. Neil Diamond cover band. <laughs> Steve Zahn is in a has a, like a critter control business. Jack Black loves nachos or something. He yeah. says if you pull it up and it's all connected, that's just one nacho. It's hilarious. He also does the bit of the walkie-talkie where he's talking to the walkie-talkie and he goes over and out. And Steve's on. He's like, you don't have to make the noise. And he's like, sorry, okay. Over and out. <laughs> hilarious shit. And then you got Jason Biggs in there in his last great role. Where's my man Biggs at? Was Biggs in Orange County? Who was in Orange County? No, no that's, that's Colin Jack Hanks. Black and Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks is that. Remember we saw Orange County with my mom on my birthday? <laughs> my mom started crying because the <laughs> the dad and the mom get back together in the end, <laughs> and it's really funny. But my mom was like sobbing, <laughs> and me and all my friends are like, "God damn it! What go. are we supposed to do with this?" <laughs> That sounds great. It was a real, it was a blast. I do remember that. It's funny that back then our birthday a birthday party could just be like, I'm taking you to a to a mall, which is far away. I mean, yeah, that's basically what that's, what I want to do for my birthday. That's yeah. fucking Alabama fucking looking for you though. Yeah. I Wait, just go what see do you mean? Movie. We're going to see a movie? What the hell? I want to yeah. see a movie and I want to eat at a, like a shitty restaurant. Did you yeah. ever go to that movie theater that was like in? It was like an hour away north, and it was a duplex, and it was like in a small fucking theater. Like, nope. It was like uh, in Robertsdale or something. Mm-mm. I saw Sergeant Bilko and Toy Story there. Wait, uh-uh. you went to a small theater, a two. It was a duplex. There was a bunch of. There was a couple of those in our where we were from. I mean, this duplex was fucking tiny. That's like weird because I feel like whenever there's a small theater. In California, it's an independent theater. They play independent movies. No, this played Sergeant Bilko and uh, Toy Story. <laughs> and there was like another theater where we actually lived called the L.A. Getaway. Yeah, but that only played Dante's Inferno. And it played Saving Private Ryan for three years straight. <laughs> it played Dante's, yeah. Those are the movies that... I got in the newspaper for going. Yeah. To see Dante's Inferno. No, I, I went to see Halloween H2O. And I walked out, I was like 10 years old, and a guy was like, yay, you're at the movies, and took a photo, and it went into the newspaper. But you remember when I was in the... And that was your first, remember that was your first test, little bit of fame. Do you remember that? striptease? That striptease, yeah. No, I hadn't moved. I, I, your mom told me this story, though. Striptease the movie? So there was a... There's a th- so we got our first theater when I was like 11, right? Something and like that. the fuck? We got our first 12 plex. And like we were eleven years old in this first twelve plex, and I went to see like Independence Day or like Men in Black or one of those movies, and I walked out. And when you walk out, they have all the posters on the wall, and I saw the poster for Striptease, uh-huh. which is the legs. Oh, and the legs. And you went boy, and so not yet because <laughs> she was cross legs. She had to cross legs, but there is a little silhouette or like shadow where her crotch would be. Mm-hmm. And I go, I wonder if I could actually like make out what's in that shadow area. So I put my hands up like I'm looking through a window <laughs> to see if I can see into the thing. And you can see the Tony. To see the Tony. I didn't see any Tony. It was just pure black. Uh-huh. And I just walked away. 
And it turned out there's a news crew <laughs> filming this grand, brand new opening of this new theater. And in the background, you can see me put my hands up for, to see the crotch and walk away. Yeah. So You're first, like, well, maybe I can see. Maybe I can see this and go boiling like. Yeah. I had a huge boner. <laughs> and they saw my they saw my big baby boner miles away. And they said and he got calls from porn agents. I got calls from porn agents. And say when you turn eighteen we need to use that boner for And then porn. I lost the number before. He lost the number, so he never got to do his porno. That's sad. So that's how Anywho Gang, it's forty seven minutes in. And anyway, that's why I give that movie a ten out of ten. What do you give it? A ten out of ten. Because of how funny it is. Old. And I give the movie movie young. I can be wrong with the title. Ten out of ten. So a perfect score for a perfect movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, gang. That's it. Um, anything else you want to talk about? You gotta promote something. No, thanks for listening. If you're in LA, get tickets for my big show, first big show back, that Largo, a, on August thirtieth. Yeah, that's 30th. a thing to promote. You should probably promote August thirtieth, August thirtieth. Tickets for the Largo. I'm going to have all kinds of celebrity guests. Exactly. Can you name one? Um, Will Ferrell, Jim Carrey, Mike Myers. Exactly. Adam Sandler. And you're talking about Mike Halloween Mike Myers. Yeah, he, he's, he's going to kill somebody. Okay. Bye, gang. Bye.